Hey everyone, welcome to Caffeinated Humor. Well, let me, before we get started here, let me take a quick look at the demographics here. So we are still looking at Ireland leading the pack as the, behind the United States, number one demographic. Behind them, Australia. However, Ireland is about 7% of my traffic. I must have a lot of people in Ireland. I know I'm related to a lot of them, but I don't think we've ever met. Australia's there. I do have some Scots blood in me, so who, who knows? Could I have cousins down in, in Australia? But then we have Italy, Nepal, Canada, the Philippines, the United Kingdom, and that's just kind of the the ones at the top of the list, but nobody near Ireland. So thank you. Good on you. I figured Canada would be there. I'm very disappointed in our friends to the north here. Anyway, let me move on to uh, today's episode. You know, the one thing that always makes this a good podcast slash blog is when somebody's got a good story that I can listen to. You know, when there's people that have, they've seen life. I think that's why I like the older generation, because they have lived enough life that they've got stories. Try talking to a 20-year-old. They haven't really done anything. They don't have a story to tell you. They'll tell you about something they saw somewhere else. Whereas a man in his 70s, good Lord, he's got stories he could tell you for days. And if it was any sort of interesting, even boring guys have great stories when there's decades to amass those stories. I have a lot more stories now in my 50s than I did in my 20s, I'll tell you that. Although a lot of my stories now happened in my 20s. So maybe that's when you're dumb enough for that kind of thing to happen, just like wild You can't believe it. You should be ashamed of yourself. One of those things where you wake up in the morning and you're a little hungover and you look in the mirror and you just start laughing. You go, you piece of shit, Jesus. And you're a little ashamed, but you're also a little in awe of what you managed to pull off the night before. But also, there are that fascinating bubble that some people live in when they decide they're angry and no one else on the planet lives except them. And so they'll lose it, they'll throw stuff, they'll scream, they'll hit people, and it's all something they get. It's just, you know, this is how it is. But I love that. I mean, that honestly makes life a little more worth living. Because what is it if you're not interested? If you're boring, I don't have any time for you. I wish I did. I wish I wasn't that shallow. But I'd much rather have friends and acquaintances that are fascinating, that I can't wait to find out more about. Those are some great friends. Now, if, I, if I'm if i your friend, within probably the first few months, sorry, not months, minutes of us actually having a serious conversation, I will throw so much of my own personal stuff up on the table. You're going to start telling me things you may never have told anybody else just to keep up. I've actually been told that. After I got divorced, and this was probably a decade ago, I moved back to Los Angeles to be around family, and I started doing these little mini high school, not high school reunions, but my friends from high school, we got in touch through Facebook, and we started doing every other week, we would meet at a bar just to reminisce, just touching base with old friends. And through luck of the draw one night, there was a group of about eight of us, and it was me and seven women that I went to high school with. It was just that happened to be the demographic that came down that night. 
And as we all started talking, we went around the table and it turns out that every woman at that table at one time or another during our high school and immediately after high school period had told me something that they had never told anyone else. And I found that fascinating. I was immediately named the repository of all secrets, and I milked it for you know my bar tab that night. But it is an interesting thing when when someone tells you something that they may not tell anybody else. But an even better thing is when you hear somebody talk about something that they probably wouldn't share with a lot of people that they know. But you're a stranger with headphones on, and you're staring into your computer. The headphones aren't on. That's just to give the illusion that I can't hear you. And they'll have a conversation at the next table with their friend, loved one, whoever it is. And it's like, really? You're going to talk about that in public? You should be ashamed. Although when's the last time you heard about anybody being struck by lightning in a Starbucks? But that kind of juicy details out-of-control situations, awkward situations with a little tinge of anger behind them, all of that combined is what really makes today's episode work. When you put it all together, it's a goulash of great shit. And it's today's episode, Don't Mess with the Puta, on today's Caffeinated Humor. Killing you today. And nobody said that. I said that. Someone had to. There are two old men at the table next to me, and they're talking about their ailments and injuries. By the way, we're in downtown Manhattan Beach, California, Starbucks, and I'm waiting for my coffee to cool. Now, these old guys are talking about their ailments, their injuries, everything that's basically killing them. Each one's taking their turn and talking about a disease or a break or an, an affliction in its entirety. They've been doing this for the last 15, 20 minutes. I had no idea the human body could absorb that much punishment and still live. For starters, they have both been shot in, quote-unquote, the war. They don't specify what war, just the war. Now, I am a sucker for old veterans. I have decided these old guys are completely badass. So in the 15 to 20 minutes that I'm rudely listening in, here's the top three ailments listed during that period. Uh, Number one, a knife wound one guy got when he was a cop in Chicago years ago by, quote-unquote, some young punk. Now, he is now ahead 1-0 if you're keeping score. The other gentleman had his entire prostate removed a few years back. Score is now tied. One gentleman got the clap in the Philippines during the war. And I'm sorry, but this one wins the game. It's like a game of uh, Quidditch. From Harry Potter. It's like, you know what? You catch the snitch, game's over, and you get a whole bunch of points. Same thing with clap from the Philippines. Now, I am of the firm opinion that the old dudes are just classic old school something. I haven't figured out what it is yet. I, I don't know that I have a word for it. Badass does not encompass it. It needs to be fuller, more robust. I'm going to think about it. I'm going to get back to you. Now, the table next to them is occupied by the loudest Latin women I have ever heard. 
They've been speaking Puerto Rican simply because there are no other languages that are Latin in nature that are that flat out fast. Now, they may be arguing, but there is no way to be sure. Oh, Navy men. That's what they are. When you go like old school badass, old school Navy men are like a brand of badass you wouldn't even understand. But that's what they are. So anyway, the shouting and talking over each other from the Latin women uh, might be just the attempt to be heard over each other. Now, the finger pointing, I'm kind of at a loss there. I mean, there aren't many societal situations that involve that kind of vigorous finger pointing that don't just get tense and angry on the surface. All right, it's got to be angry. One woman just crumpled up the bag her coffee cake came in and threw it at her partner. Said partner is not pleased. And it is now officially on. The word puta has been harshly whispered. How is it that regular speech for these ladies is so loud, but now the argument starts and they are whispering? Stage whispers that you can hear clearly from the front door, but nonetheless. If I spoke Puerto Rican, I would have an awesome story to tell you. But uh, let me see how to put this. The gringo don't hablo, so go fish. Now, as mad as the two ladies are at each other, they both have time to chew their kids out for playing with the plastic thermal mug display. A pyramid has been built. Now, once the pyramid fell, for the third time, the women stopped whispering at each other and began yelling in unison at the kids. And the kids began furiously cleaning up like their lives depended on it. And maybe they do. I mean, even the old veterans look a little spooked, and you would think they would be immune. Because the one thing I've always been told is, you do not want to piss off a Latin woman. They have a temper that is the stuff of legends, as well as a serious martial skill with a shoe. Now, before you scream racist at me, and I realize I've I've left myself wide open for this, I have known one proud Puerto Rican woman in my life. And by the way... That was how she told me her lineage, that she is a proud Puerto Rican woman. And she had hours of stories to tell me about her mom, her aunts, her cousins, her sisters, and her legendary grandmother's shoe-welding ability. Shoe-welding? Shoe-wielding. Sorry, shoe-wielding. Evidently, a properly handled woman's shoe is deadlier than a Japanese katana. Come to think of it, I don't want to face off with either one. I just want my coffee to cool down so I can have it. Have a great day. All right. Thank you for listening to today's episode. If you liked it, or even if you didn't like it, do me a favor. Listen to more episodes. I will grow on you. I promise you that. Also, if it's possible, share it. Let your friends see it. Let them know what kind of weird shit you listen to when nobody's looking. Other than that, have yourself a great day.